0: Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. If you're interested in learning more, visit our website at southcities.church. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Great. Great. That was enthusiastic. Super. All right. Workman-like. Workman-like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <all> right. Well, <laughs> the topic this week is prayer. So, yeah, we're just, we're covering the topics that we're covering in our January sermon series. The first week was, uh, the word pastor Daniel preached that sermon and this week, uh, is prayer. So I wanted to start, Dave, you've been kind of using this phrase the last couple of weeks, breathe in the word and breathe out prayer or that's, that's what it's been, right? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, What? Why? Why did you decide to frame it like that?
1: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I guess it seemed to me. I was trying to. (laughs) We didn't discuss this beforehand. I was trying to remember. I think uh, it was one of my pastoral letters, maybe a year ago. Actually, as I was praying about it, I was thinking, what's a what's a picture of kind of the importance of the word in prayer in the life of a believer. And I think I just thought of it, it's like breathing, you know, mm-hmm. you, you go without oxygen long enough and you get sick, you get dizzy, you get weak. Um, and so uh, breathing in to take in God's word um, felt like a helpful way to talk about it, that we want to be shaped by it and formed by it and abide in Jesus through the word of God and then to breathe it out is that once all that word is in you, then, then you got to talk to him, you mm-hmm. know, to to in some way give some expression or some breath back to him uh, Yeah, as kind of just like the normal mm-hmm. daily rhythm of the Christian life, breathing in and breathing out. Um, I think that's, that's where it came from. Yeah. So
0: it kind of highlights two things. Number one, the importance of those things, the word in prayer, like you're going to die <laughs> without them. Yeah. Like you would without breathing. And then number two, that they're kind of linked, yeah. right? Yep. So you don't just read, read without reference to prayer. Right. And you don't pray without reference to right. the way that you've been shaped by the word, right? Right. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yep. I just say both are, they're the primary uh, primary means that God's given us to relate to Him, right? With yeah. the word and prayer. Yep. Cool. And that's what, and that's what we're made for. We're made yeah. to worship and fellowship with God, mm-hmm. ultimately.
0: Yep. So where did you go then with the sermon on prayer?
1: Yeah, um, we had been, I, I went a little bit more of like a personal, probably reflective route. Went, so I went to 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, which just tells us to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that at the proper time he might exalt us, casting all our cares upon him because he cares for us. Mm-hmm. And the reason I went there was because uh, we spent the fall uh, doing kind of a, a look. We we did talk in the fall about identity in Christ and identity as a family in Christ. But then we spent a lot of the fall talking about mission and just kind of what we hope God might fulfill in us and among us and through us here at South Cities Church. And so I thought it'd be helpful to go back and remember just kind of the, the vital uh, one-on-one fellowship we have with God and just all these promises he has for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... Uh, the verse I go to personally probably more than any other place when I think about prayer when I think about talking to God which is how I would define prayer yeah um, that I uh, the best way that I can humble myself before him and therefore endure to the end and therefore place myself kind of under the waterfall of his grace where he'll confirm and restore and strengthen and confirm me which is verse 10 and 11. Is to say, uh, I can't do this. I can't do this on my own. I can't muster up enough strength. I can't fix my problems enough on my own. I need to. I need to give this to you. I can't. I can't manage it on my own. Mm. And I. I can do that because the Word of God and His evidence, which has confirmed the Word of God over and over and over again in my life, is that He cares for me. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then. Uh during, <clears throat> during the sermon, you kind of ended by giving us time, right. A reflection to practice what you were, yeah. were preaching. Yep. Is there, what, what were you thinking? Like, what's the value of doing that? Like in the service, like corporately?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think that we're really busy, uh, in, in the world we live in. And I think that, um, to my, I guess my hope for it was, you know, I, I ended the sermon, Mm -hmm. my part of it by reflecting on the, by, by trying to convince South City's church that God cares for them. Yeah. Just trying to talk about it. Just, this is how he's shown it. This is what he's done. This is who he is. This is, these are his promises to you. This is the kind of shepherd he is in the hopes that if we moved into a time of reflection where then I had them start by reflecting on that all the more, mm-hmm. that it might for some people and hopefully a lot of people kind of give them a rest and a safety and a um, a confidence in the love of Christ for them, that then it would allow them to unburden themselves of their anxieties to him, maybe in ways they hadn't done in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, because life is busy, because... Guilt is real um, because shame can be consuming and paralyzing, and so I was hoping that the word of God, preached, uh, carried along by the Spirit, would just be so confirming and encouraging that it would do something in people's hearts to mm-hmm. let them unburden themselves. Yep,
0: yeah, and I when I, when you did it, I thought, well, oh, this is just like what he was saying with breathing the word and then breathe out prayer. Yeah then we just heard the word. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully we were breathing it in, taking it in, letting it transform our hearts. Yep. God is doing something in our hearts. And now we're just giving a real life opportunity now to breathe it back out.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, I think it's really easy. It's easy for me too to hear a sermon and think, oh, that's really good. That's really helpful. Um, and then kind of walk away and life happens. Mm-hmm. It gets really busy, and I, I think God still works. You know, there's there's just seeds being planted in our hearts all the time that'll get watered later and grow later, and and all all of it's working together for our good. Um, but I think that there's moments where it's helpful to just go, "Do we believe that?" You know, and and let's go talk to God about that if we don't, and let's 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 create space to do that. And yeah, it, it seemed like I could to me what it seemed like is I could preach the message full enough and quick enough to provide that space in our service for us corporately. Mm-hmm.
0: So if someone listened to your message and you know really wants to unburden themselves, they really want to grow in prayer, but it, like, what does growth in prayer look like? Does it look like I'm just going to spend more time in the morning? Does it mean just more time in general during the day? Does it mean you pray about different things or more specific things? I mean... I guess the question is, if someone said, I want to grow in prayer, what would you say that that would look like for a person?
1: Yeah, what I would normally say to someone is two things. One, I want you to grow in your posture of prayer, and I want you to grow in your practice of prayer. So, all peace. That's me. Sorry, folks. You are the alliteration king. Um, he has a problem, folks. I have a problem. <laughs> I admit it uh, ardently. I, um, and what I mean by that is that there's the you know, the text that comes to mind is pray without ceasing. Pray at all times in the spirit, pray for all, you know, pray for all things at all times Mm -hmm. um, for all the saints. And so I I don't think that that's saying consciously at every moment I'm praying for particular people. I think it's saying live in a posture of humbling yourself before God, believing he cares for you and for the good of the world and the good of the people Mm -hmm. you're burdened for yourself or others and pour out your heart before him. You know, that's what the psalmist says, pour out your heart before him. So you're living in this kind of posture of prayer. Um, before I send an email, Lord, help us be helpful. Yeah. As I'm driving in the car, Lord, what am, what meeting am I going to next? Help me, help me have wisdom. Uh, as I'm in a conversation with one of my kids, Lord, help me be patient. You know, just the, a posture of prayer. But I do think um, it's important to maybe you only start out with five minutes because you haven't done it before. And like I assumed Nine, ten minutes of silence would be pushing some people yeah. on Sunday mm-hmm. um, but I think that it is important to have a set time where you really uh, quiet your heart before the Lord and practice praying to him uh, in a in a you know in a way that is planned and on purpose yeah along with that posture of prayer because I think that that's what you do in relationships right so um, you know, you have meals with people, and you talk to people, and you mm-hmm. um, you spend time together in a particular way, and then you keep up in between. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. send a text, you check in, you, um, and so maybe maybe that'd be a helpful paradigm for people to say. And and one of the one of my favorite um, preachers that I listen to a lot, a, a phrase that he says about prayer that's been helpful for me is just pray what you got. Mm-hmm. So rather than thinking that you need some specific form or specific List. You can certainly have those if they help you, mm-hmm. but his he just say pray what you got. Like what what are you worried about today? What are you concerned about today? What are you excited about today? Mm-hmm. Tell God, talk to him, right? Pray what you got, and I think that's helpful.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And I loved the part that I just love meditating on again was when you brought up the fact that Christ is interceding and praying for us on our behalf constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what an amazing. Yeah. thought yeah. that he's continually interceding on our behalf at the right hand of the father. Mm-hmm. Who's that? What, uh, what's that quote? Um, uh, is it by Martin Lloyd-Jones or Robert Murray McShane who said, um, if we could hear Christ praying for me in the other room, I would not fear, you know, a thousand fears, but it doesn't matter if I can hear him. He's praying.
1: Right. It's something like that. You know, that, you know, the quote I'm talking about, I just thought of that. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. I think it's Robert Murray McShane. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep, Robert Murray McShane. If I could hear Christ praying for me in the next room, I would not fear a million enemies. Yet distance makes no difference. He is praying for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so just letting that, like Christ is interceding, and so letting that just be the basis and the confidence that we have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Christ, we have that same access to the
1: Father. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. take advantage. Yeah, that's right. access. Yep. He's always open. Always open. Yep. That's
0: great. Yep. All right. Well, anything else, guys? Um, I think just uh, the only thing I was thinking of is emphasizing the point that there's a duality to uh, exercising prayer that's helpful in, uh, you know, when you pray, um, slowing down, um, you know, being... Quiet and mm-hmm. uh, you talked about busyness mm-hmm. uh, previously, mm-hmm. um, kind of being still. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't think that should uh, be the only avenue. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in the everyday is also very mm-hmm. appropriate. So those mm-hmm. two things can live together.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. It's not one or the other. It's both. Yep, it's both and. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot.